Welcome back to Ignite. I want to talk to you about evangelism is not a program. I mean, we've had so many evangelism programs through the years. And I want to come back for just a second and say thank God for them because I would dare say millions of people have been saved because of evangelism programs. They're not all bad. I mean, uh, they have worked for a lot of people. But I'd like to give you a little fresh uh, perspective and the reality of the fact that 90% of the people in the United States are unsaved, all right? 80% of the unsaved, 80% of the unsaved are, are wanting to be. I mean, the statistics are clear that they, they know the world's out of control. They're looking, they're looking for God. They're, they're looking for somebody to tell them about God. I mean, the fields are white for harvest, but the laborers are few. I mean, the scriptures have come alive. They're right in our face. 80% of those around us are looking for God, but only 1% of us are telling them. It is exactly that scripture. How are they going to know unless somebody tells them? We're not telling them. But who's going to tell them unless they're being sent? Nobody's sending us. Churches, I mean, when's the last time you heard your pastor say, my job, according to Ephesians 4.11, is to, to equip the saints for ministry and send you. When did you hear that last? You're not hearing that. Nobody's sending you. So we have this ministry, and our attempt is to send you. Our, you know, to bring it to your attention. It is the Great Commission. It's the most important thing in, in, in our whole lives to do after accepting Jesus Christ as our own Lord and Savior. We're, we're obligated to, to do that. But why is it that most of us aren't sharing our faith? It's because we're, we're so caught up in programs. And programs can be deadly, and they make it hard. It's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta follow all these points, and you know, and I, I gotta, I gotta memorize my, <laughs> memorize my life story. And every time I get a chance, I'm gonna tell my life story. Oh, I have hundreds of life stories. Which life story do you want? Um, and and if I just pick one, is that gonna relate to anything that's going on? We just. Uh, had uh, Dan on a podcast and, and talk about how he just lost his daughter. That was not the time to go down and, reach and and tell my story or go through a series of points leading to salvation. He needed help. He needed help right then. He was already a Christian, but he needed help to get him back to, to where he was on the on the right side of the coin and having and restoring his joy. I mean, every situation is different, and when we when we do this, I mean, I I did it wrong for years. I, 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 I was a student of some of the programs and I would, get, <laughs> I would get so upset when sometime between point two and point three, the, the conversation would go way over here somewhere. I'm getting <laughs> unhappy where the person sharing my faith is. I got to get them back so I can get them to point four. <laughs> it, it was just, it was just crazy. I would got so frustrated. And then if it didn't end with, salvation at that moment, then I was perplexed by that. And I'm, I'm wondering, where are you, God? And I had all these, it was so structured. I made it so hard. And then I read this scripture, it just popped off the screen at me. It says, they'll know you're my disciple by your love. Not, not by your Bible memorization, not by your oratory, or not by anything. Just your love, your genuineness, your your ability to love on people. That's that's all it takes. There's no training required. You don't have to be trained to love on people. You didn't have to be trained to, to love on your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your or your husband or wife. You didn't you don't have to be trained to love your friends. You don't have to be trained to love people. 
It comes automatically, particularly when you allow God to love them through you. That's, I mean, that's really what it's all about. Matthew 10, 19 actually says, you know, don't even think about it. It's the opposite of having a program. It's the, Matthew 10, 19 says, don't even think about what you're going to say in advance. And Luke 12, 12 gives us wonderful statement. It says, the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say when you need them. Wow. Wow. And it happens. I mean, it happens. You, you meet somebody. And I'm meeting them all the time. And since I have no idea walking into a restaurant, all of a sudden I'm in this full-blown conversation with a with a rapper. I told you that story in another podcast. I never I never didn't know who the rapper was. He's a famous rapper. All of a sudden I'm talking to him and I'm praying with him. And you can't prepare for that. You just can't. If I did, if I if I did, let's say I could prepare for those. You could prepare for these kind of things. And you, you hit point two, point three, point four. you get them saved on the spot. You walk away and say, man, I was really good. That's <laughs> bringing pride to yourself. You know, that's kind of the opposite of the whole process. Oh, but when you meet somebody and you're just fresh and there's no preparation. I, I had a guy this week who just got hit with the stroke. And I had a friend call, you need to call him. And... What can I say? I took down his number. I said, oh, I'll call him. I'll, I'll call him sometime. And the Holy Spirit kept me calling him, calling him. I, God, I don't even know what to say to him. And I called him. I got his voicemail. And I think it was best I got his voicemail. And I said, I, all I could do is just pray for you. I started praying, and the Holy Spirit prayed through me and prayed words I never could have come up with myself. I never could have done that. And it just flowed as I cried. I, bro I was brokenhearted for him, and I just prayed, and I gave him scripture. I gave him words I think I haven't heard back from him yet, but I couldn't have done that had I prepared for it. It was only as I just relaxed and allowed God to speak through me. Do you follow what I'm saying? It, when, when, when you're ministering to people and God gives you scriptures that you haven't thought of for years and brings a life experience, you're, you're reminded of somebody else's life experience, and you bring that all together and you see the person being emotionally changed on the spot, you can see it. They're changing before your very eyes. And it may or may not come to a total prayer, but you know you have moved them, you have really moved them closer to Jesus. And you walk away, God, you just used me. I think I, I pedal car wax. Who am I? Who am I? You used me to minister to somebody like that. You used me, you spoke through me. And there's an intimacy to that, folks, that you can't experience any other way. And that's what sharing your faith is all about. It's secondary to win the loss. The most important thing, the reason God wants you to share your faith is he wants to save you. He wants to enlighten you. He wants to keep you from drift, mission drift, all the wokeness of people falling into false doctrines. You're not going to do that if you keep your eyes on Jesus and keep sharing him every day. Because when you do that, he speaks through you and he's intimate with you. You have intimacy with God. I mean, there's no way else to experience that. I told you before, I'll say it again. There's lots of scriptures. The Bible is replete with scriptures about you should share your faith, go ye, proclaim the God, you know, all this stuff. There's only one I can find. It's in Isaiah 43:10. that says, why? Okay, why? <laughs> Isaiah 43:10. it says, uh, thus saith the Lord, I appoint you as my witness so that you will understand and believe and know that I am God. 
He didn't say you understand more. He didn't say that you that you know more. He said this is when you really know. Because when you have God speaking through you, when you know he's speaking to you and using you and he's right there with you, you know he's God and nothing's going to rob your joy and nothing's going to rob your faith. And you know how you get there? You get there by moving. Be determined right now, from now until your last breath, you're going to move everybody every day closer to Jesus. And then life is easy. It really is. It's amazing how that works. See you next time. Yeah. <laughs>